Ladies and gentlemen of Jets Nation from around the world, you're listening to the Good, the Bad, and the Jets podcast. On the move. A lot of time. Directing traffic. Gonna go deep. Has a man deep. It is caught for the touchdown. Corey Davis. Get used to the mantra, all gas, no break. To a throw the sideline. Let's go, man! (laughs) And now, let's kick it over to your hosts, Brandon Ferris and Spencer Klein. Welcome, everyone. The Bad and the Jeff Podcast. Our co-host, Brandon Ferris, and alongside me is Spencer Klein. And we are on to week four, on to Pittsburgh. While there is no confirmation yet, Zach Wilson is projected to be the starter week four against Pittsburgh with brighter days ahead, except for one thing. And Spence, I'll turn it over to you to start off. Yup, and the one bad thing is the left half situation. Going to be without George Fan for at least four games right now, headed to the IR. Yep. Have to say, unfortunately, we were wrong yesterday. We felt it looked like a benching. But clearly, fans actually he had a problem with his knee. So one thing, though, is I guess our echoes from the summer of making an addition to the tackle room. They finally were heard, but way too late. <laughs> but at least they did make some moves to at least try to fill out half. They brought in from Houston's practice squad, Cedric O, and from <laughs> free agency, Mike Remmers, former tackle from the Chiefs. You're not even gonna attempt to say his last name. No, I, I'm not even gonna try. I know I'll botch it up, unfortunately, <laughs> as well. So, two vets. It'll help. Is it solving it? No. And it should have happened a while ago, but it's something because from our thoughts yesterday, clearly, oh, well, yesterday and from prior, you could not have Connor McDermott filling that role for more than a snap, and that's probably gonna happen at least, which we'll talk about in the preview, but. Yeah, it's a little bit of a mess there at the left top spot. That's, that's how I would sum it up. Yeah, so we're, we're recording Tuesday night, so they just signed the two guys today. So they, if they want to play, they have, what, four or five days to get ready? I would be surprised. Basically. Do you think they're either one's going to play? Well, Cedric's definitely going to be asking. If yeah. he plays is a good question. I, I honestly lean towards no, like, Yes, realistically, what I I want them to just throw them out, throw him out there. Like, yes, but in reality, like teams just don't do that. It would I I would be blown away if they actually did that. I'll say that right now. Hopefully, I'm wrong. So I would expect you'll see. Oh, and I hate to say it, you're going to see Connor McDermott starting at left tackle. Cedric will be after the backup. I mean, Rembrandt's on the practice squad to start. I don't think you'll see him on Sunday, but hopefully, you'll see him. I mean, I, I would say a week later. I don't think you need that much more time. <laughs> Let him learn. And the, the learning part, that just needs to happen quickly, simply. So that's my, my, that's my take on the three names there, what, what I think you'll see by Sunday. Well, the staff wants them to earn the role. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never just let's insert a better player. It's, let's, let's go through the process of it. Sure <laughs> it's all appropriate in their minds to get there. And I... I do see some beat reporters and analysts defending Joe Douglas because he's getting a lot of hate Twitter. 
I still think Joe Douglas is to blame. So look, I, I'm I'm mixed on it. Like certainly there's blame to Douglas, but there's also some bad luck involved. Like clearly the bad luck. Three tackles going down, you you it's very hard to plan for that. But was there risk involved? Hundred percent. You had Becton, guy with an injury history. You had Joint Brown, an aging vet, who looked on the wrong side of his career age wise, injury risk was there as well. Fans missed games the last two seasons. That's nothing new. You needed to have veteran depth. And I'm not saying you need to have like 10 tackles on the roster, but you couldn't have Connor McDermott. That, that's what it comes down to. Like, you needed just to have better veteran there in that role. You're just asking for the third, basically, what the third backup tackle just to be a bet who's been like, okay. <laughs> that, that's where I think there's blame. I mean, I think others too. There's blame to Douglas there. He had some plans, but didn't resolve it enough ahead of time. So this is where they are, and they're going to have to deal with it. Well, hopefully McDermott does not get the quarterback killed. And I think on that note, we can move on to the preview portion yep. we talked about. And nothing's confirmed yet. Tuesday night, nothing has been confirmed yet. But all signs point to Zach Wilson returning. On Sunday, the Savior is back. No more Flacco. One question. Will Mike Wessel be on? That's a great question. <laughs> the easy answer is, sh- well, it's not a... <laughs> I'm laughing. I can't even get my words out. It's a great question because the answer should just be no. But I know the answer is going to be yes because they just love him. And yeah. they need to get three quarterbacks in the roster. 100%. So I don't want to say yes, but it's going to be a yes. Yeah, so I think three quarterbacks will be on the roster. Bad teams, roster, three quarterbacks. That That's how it's done. But Zach Wilson is projected to start this week. All signs report that he's going to play. This is being recorded Tuesday night, so there's no confirmation officially, but he should be returning Sunday night in Pittsburgh, Sunday during the day. In Pittsburgh, I am not thrilled that they're letting him come back in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a really hard place to play, even though they don't have TJ Watt, even though they're not the Steelers of old. It's just a difficult place to play. So I am a a bit nervous of him being rad. He hasn't played, he's played 13, 14 games in his career. So I don't know, I'm, I'm a little nervous. And I'm not expecting much. I do think the, like I said in, in the last episode, the play calling should change a lot. The field should open up a lot more. We should see some more PA rollouts, a lot more mobility. And, and I'm really hoping that the left tackle situation and the left side of the line is not a big factor since Zach can run. And he should have no problem because they said they didn't want him to play until he was 110% which is physically impossible, so I'm sure he's at 100%. So there should be zero limitations, and I would be a little annoyed if they do limit him after all of this. Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh of, of playing there, no doubt, but this is not the same Steelers team. I, I, expect, I expect the performance. I never yeah. said, oh, there's no wiggle room for me now. Like, you were pick number two. Go out there and perform, even with the, the injuries and all the other factors included. Every team deals with it. There's a reason you were selected too. 
a side point. I find it funny. Everyone's like, yeah, Zach is back. He's coming back. Everyone wanted him out the door after last year. Now he's your man. <laughs> yeah. I just had to point that out. I was thinking about that. Everyone's back. Everyone's conveniently back on the Zach train. Yeah, very, very interesting. That one is what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> but I expect him. Yeah, I'm not saying he's coming out 303 TDs, but put them in positions to win. None of those, none of those bullshit interceptions. That's all got to be gone. There's no wiggle room for it. I can't. For his first interception in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I'm not saying anything more. But if if, if he does like, throw one, it better not if he does throw an interception, it better not be like that preseason one. That's that's got it's there's just no wiggle room for me. That's my line of the of the day. <laughs> Can't happen. I want I don't want to happen in this scenario or that scenario. Just don't do it. Be smart. But I agree with what you were saying. I think with his obviously his ability to move around, going to help a lot. Like how it probably should help them mask some of the left side issues that they're going to have to deal with, no matter what. Obviously, so just have the game plan ready. Like the Steelers. One thing, a stat I saw, and I can't recall it exactly, but the Steelers' corners and secondary always be getting torched. I expect a big game outside from the whole wide receiver. I'm putting all three of them together. Davis, Moore, and Garrett. All of them got to be ready to just ball out. Can we please see more snaps for Garrett Wilson? He's obviously their best player. Just just don't take him off the field. Stop with the <laughs> no hockey line shit. Just keep the same good players out there. They could rest between series. That's what the point of the break is in the game. <laughs> Not to rest them when they're out, supposed to be out there. I well, don't know why. But it's something they clearly don't like to bother. See, that works in that and I in an ideal world when the offense doesn't go three and out every drive and the defense can rest. It works when you're good. Yeah. <laughs> when you have a deep team of talent and you're good, I, I get it. But you're not there. You're not that. If you think that, you're looking in the wrong they're looking in the wrong mirror. Well, that's what I'm saying. The staff is is questionable at best right now. Yeah, and, it's, and as we said yesterday, like my thoughts can change if if they don't change more. I, I'm giving them the the breathing room. It's, it's been three weeks. You didn't have your starting quarterback, okay? But adjustments got to be made. Let's go right now. The season, like the season begins week four. I hate to say that corny line, but I'm gonna say it. You have your your plan is here. Let's let's go. I just don't want to hear any excuses from the staff anymore. I feel like they. They come up with excuses every week now. Oh, now the left tackle's out, so the offensive line is bad. It, they just just, just, just got to perform. Steelers, defensive, overall, the team, defensive unit, it's, they have some talent still. I, Cameron Hayward, he's still there on that D-line. He's a quality player, but that's not someone I don't think they can't manage, honestly. It's not going to be lined up on the left side, real or on the edge of the left side, so... I think the interior shouldn't have a problem managing him, at least. But, it, it, I mean, oh, the big one is Victor Fitzpatrick's in concussion protocol. Definitely questionable at the moment. Who knows? that It's always different player to player, obviously. If he doesn't make it there Sunday, that's a, that's a big loss for them. They're one playmaker, basically, out there in, on their defense. 
So you think they should be able to move the ball? Like I don't, uh, I really don't have concerns that they can't do it. Will they? Is always the other question. But <laughs> it's an opportunity to perform. Everyone else has been able to move the ball. They should be able to do that just as well. And not won a game without TJ Watt since they've drafted him. Yeah, they're a total different defensive unit without him. He's a game wrecker. They're they're just honestly, it's, it's an it's an average to below average unit without him. Especially if Minka doesn't make it, that's a weak unit. I'll say that strongly. So I'm setting them up for if they don't perform, it's a problem. And they're on two trades. I think I think this is going to be the Brees Hall breakout game. He's going to be nice offensive this week. O-line's got to do their job there. They haven't really, like, yes, they've set off some holes and they've gotten some, like, chunk runs, but haven't broken that big run yet, either one of them. Like, yes, I hope, I think this could be the whole day. I like that. But they got to create those holes early, like, set, establish the run game, which they love to do and haven't been able to do. So it's just kind of uh, ruined everything <laughs> right now. So, I think well, it should be the week where they could, they could. Will, I'm not saying. They could put it all together. I would like to see them run to the right side more. The right yeah. side the strength right now. Yeah. And it's like another a random one. I think Lakin Tomlinson gets back on track. He's been, uh, it's been bumpy for him so far. Not like him. I, would... I think he'll figure it. I think it's just a little random rough path. It's not something... And it's just an opinion. I don't think it's a consistent thing you're going to see of him struggling. Just that's just not him. I would even go out and say that he's been a disappointment. Yeah, hasn't lived up to the expectations so far. But he he's a good player, and we both I know I vouch for him in our off season pod. We both did. I think, yeah, I think that we'll, we'll he'll figure it out. He's a quality player. I also want to give an honorable mention. I think now that Zach is back, I think Elijah Moore is going to be unlocked. He's been getting open all the routes, I think he'll finally get his due. Yeah. And I want to see I said this yesterday in the postgame pod too, but do it this week. Use him in use him in the uh excuse me, the slot. Move him around. You don't need to make him uh go be the deep deep throw hero. Let let Corey do that. It's the same thing we said yesterday, but you actually could do that this week. Like it's it's a, I love to have these ideas and it's set up for them, but execute. I, I don't have a. I don't really have much more to say on the offensive side. They're healthy. You know, knock on wood. We got a couple of days away, but they're pretty much healthy outside of the one spot. Clearly, but everything else is there. Do you think the tight ends are going to switch once Zach is back? I honestly don't. And I know we we've asked we were asking, but I do think you're still going to see a lot of Conklin. I would like to see a 50-50 split. But I, I think it's going to be basically the same. I know throughout the summer before Zach got hurt, that was all the, that was the hype machine. The Conklin Zach connection was, was building, was growing. So I actually don't think that will change. Although I would like to see it change a bit. So my offensive MVP, and it's going to be clean, and it's going to be Zach Wilson. Without him, <laughs> going to be a lot of uh, cranky people. But I think. He will live up to what we're asking for. He comes out, balls out, gives a quality day. Like I said, I'm not asking 303 TDs, but he puts it in positions to win the game. Yeah, I think that's all you asked for with his return. 
They shouldn't, ever, shouldn't ask him to do too much, but at the same time, he needs to start winning games too, just like yep. this And I, I think on the defensive side might be even bigger because if, if Jeff Ulbrich's defense can't be prepared for Mitch Trubisky, maybe he needs to drop his play calling duties after this week. It's the theme of this pod. No wiggle room. <laughs> he he has zero. Gave him his little slack heading into the year, but it's been outside of week one, been putrid the last two weeks. Horrible. <laughs> and again, not a an offensive unit for Pittsburgh that they should be fearing. Do they have they have talented skill players, no doubt, but nothing they can handle. It's, their strength is a Jets strength. Their wide receivers, the Jets cornerback right now. Should win that battle with the O-line versus D-line. Their O-line is not great. Yep. Their run game, like, Najee's a quality player, but they haven't really uh, been getting chunk runs either. Not not a not a, a special run running unit there, run game unit, excuse me. So, yeah, you got to be ready to uh, handle it in both ways there. I think one, one comment I'll make now is, like, our typical line, like, don't be unprepared for George Pickens. They haven't really used him <laughs> enough yet. I feel like it's just my feeling. This is the week they kind of just they unleash him and, and give him a, a larger role. It hasn't been there yet for him. Down, and that could be that one. That could be the Tyler Boyd big play of the game. And welcome to the league, George Pickens, with a fifty-yard TD. That can't happen. So don't be unprepared for him. <laughs> that, that's my first initial thought to a problem that they could uh, have to deal with. Yeah, I, I could totally see that happening. Yeah, I mean, Deontay's quality, but, like, honestly, Stoss should lock him up. Claypool, he, he's a big body, but I think they should be able to figure him out. <laughs> I think each Cincy wide receiver is better than what they're handling this week for who's going to be handling who, simply in the quarterback unit. Obviously, one to always watch out for the tight end position, like, I could see Frymouth having a day. <laughs> Joku made some plays in, in the Cleveland game. But it was very close to that TD that Echo saved. Like, he ready to handle Frymouth. He's 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 solid. So that that targets on the safety room. I would say they they need to be ready. <laughs> They've been the problem <laughs> mostly. I I I wouldn't mind seeing Sauce on him in the end zone like he had with Mark. Farmeet's good. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, yes, he he's my dynasty league tight end. I I think he's good. The Muth might be loose this weekend, so they should lock him down. And yeah, I I think Sauce is going to be my defense uh, defensive MVP of the week. He's been. Am I allowed to say great? Because I I mean I think he has been great. I think so. I I'm not uh, objecting to calling him great so far. The miscommunications, I think, is more the safety's fault than his fault. And it's just he's the unfortunate guy who, who gets seen when... It when looks poor on TV when he's putting his hand up and, like, throwing his hand up in the air after the play. <laughs> yeah. I test you're like, what's going on? But So I, I agree with you. It's not, it's, it's not him. It doesn't sound like that from even the beat. Covering it, they haven't really mentioned him as as the source on those plays of error. It seems like it's Whitehead. Yeah, so they they need to be ready again. Oh, 
especially at point where clearly missing. Like we're talking about skilled players. You can't forget who's the quarterback there. Like this should not be a problem. It's Mitch is bad. Zach <laughs> Wilson is good, like the sheriff brand now. Mitch Trubisky is bad. <laughs> hey, don't forget the Steelers have one Pro Bowl quarterback, one more Pro Bowl quarterback than the Jets have had in however many years. Mr. He was a Pro Bowler. And and so was a lot of people that shouldn't have been. <laughs> was he the eighth alternate that year? I, I don't recall exactly. Something like that, yeah. Everyone was but, hurt. And I will say, because I know you'll laugh about this, I don't think this is going to be like when they played the Browns a few years ago, as we mentioned, the head of the Browns game, not going to be the game where like Pickett comes out and just balls out because they just replace him. I don't think I, I take Tomlin at his word with, when he talks publicly. He said he's not thinking about a change. I don't see him as the type to just make a change at halftime. Just doesn't seem like that kind of style to me. Yeah, I agree. He's a pretty disciplined coach. So, yeah, I, I don't think he will either. And shouldn't, he, shouldn't be, uh, I just don't waste any pregame prep for Kenny Pickett. If I eat my words, I'll be quite surprised. If it's an, due to an injury, it's a total different story. <laughs> I'll defend myself there. Yeah, I'd be shocked. And Tomlin's a good discipline coach, but he's earned the right to be disciplined and be that earn it kind of guy. Robert, not. Yup. So, and here's, I'll have to give my player of the week who you cannot let make a big play. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jalen Warren. RB2 <laughs> there. As he, in his spare snap, like, had some quality plays. Now a couple were called back there. At least last week, and I was watching that, watching the the game against Cleveland on Thursday night. Like a, a big play called back to the penalty. Don't let him break through for some 35, 40 yard run that just flips the field. So that's gonna be my, my player of the week who cannot make a play to change <laughs> the game. We weren't wrong last week, and look what happened. Yep, I think we're we're trustworthy with who we call out for that. Yeah, you said Boyd. I said Piran. So <laughs> and look what happened. <laughs> yeah, and I I guarantee Pickens is scoring a touchdown. I'm I might get this week. <laughs> but also like he's not one I'm not gonna say like shouldn't score. Like, he's good. Good picker at I know he hasn't done anything. Just it's more like be ready for him. Yeah, and the defensive line really needs to step up their game this week. Yeah, I would say I mean I know defensive MVP, I'm gonna go with Quinn and Williams. He he's getting into the backfield, time to finish it. Like get to the quarterback and bring him down. I think he's gonna have his his big disruptive game. He he's fired up right now. Clearly, <laughs> he was the talk of the game for the shout or the as they called it. I was listening to um them talk about it after again. Like it was a a, a loud discussion. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a shouting match or anything? A loud discussion. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's gonna be his week. He gets. It's at least a sack on the board and makes a huge difference in the ballgame. So I'm going to go Quinn in there. Can we at least see Lawson in the backfield for once? Yeah, he's. I, I know. I'm, I'm concerned, as I mentioned on the, the, the review pod. Like, is, is the Achilles just really making him not the same player that you signed? And I don't know. I don't have that answer. I have no idea. And we, we didn't mention it on the review pod, but it looks like Quincy Williams is going to be out for a bit. They were working out some linebackers, but it seems like Quan Alexander is going to take his role, which I'm totally fine with. And yeah, I, I mean, Quin- Quincy played well and he, like he hasn't been awful this year. He, he actually 
he, yeah, he had a decent start to the year, I'd say. Not yeah. too many, like, home run hits that he just missed on. Yeah. Had at least one. <laughs> yeah. But more, really more positive than negative. Had a lot of good plays at the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, hopefully yeah. he's back sooner rather than later. I, I don't know the extent. I don't think they've really even reported it yet. No, he, he had a really good game last game before he got hurt. But, yeah, it looks on will take a spot, and I guess Sherwood will – and Marcel Harris will, will back up. And and one one thing I really hope not to see is any stupid penalties this week. No use for any undisciplined penalties. JSN, Corey Davis, Marcel Harris, whoever you are, don't do anything stupid. Yeah. And we, I say one thing I'm going to repeat. I guess I'm going sliding out the D-line again. We'd like to see Bryce Huff this week. You got you got to make a slight change there at least because no one else is able to get home right now to the quarterback. <laughs> I'm, we're repeating again from last week, but just make Nathan Shepard inactive <laughs> and give Bryce Huff an opportunity. Make Honestly, make maybe Jacob Martin inactive. I know they are slightly different roles, what Shepard and, and Martin would do. But Martin's got to be the next one out because for, for the in quotes speed rusher, I haven't seen that. Yeah. And I would also like to see Bryce Hall active. Put Tony Adams inactive. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. Especially with three solid wide receivers. They could, yep. they could have last week too. And and the other one we'll have, we have to say is let Jermaine and Clemens play more and more. <laughs> they're, they're good. They've been making quality plays out there. They're getting I, into the back. They have, again, that's all. They all haven't really finished all their plays. They have to do that. But it's okay. They're young, the two of them. I love them as run stoppers. They've been, I, I, would, I won't say very good, but they've been good at the line of scrimmage, getting the, some. That's the snap what, has to go up. You can't, play, you can't have them doing 20 snaps a game. Got to have them at least. I don't know. I'm not going to put a number of percentage on it out there, but you got to at least increase that by 30%. But I'll, I'll, that's my percentage I'll put. Because obviously the snap count game to game is always going to vary. And but, they, they got to play more snaps than Nathan Shepard. I mean, he just got to play zero snaps. <laughs> you're, you're wasted. He's taken away from reps of like Quinn. That's a problem. That's, that's. Just a battle they should be winning all day. They have a better D-line group than their O-line. But you're better players out there. <laughs> I laugh because we, we keep saying this. We're not the only ones saying this either. <laughs> but it's like simple things that they pr- will make a big difference in the game if they do it. Do it this week. As this is, I'm going to say it again, it's a must-win game. Can't lose this game. Or you're, you're going to be in trouble. Okay. Uh, and... What's your consequence if they lose? It depends how you lose. Like, if you lose in, like, a tight, tight ball game, I'm not going to say you fire, or demote, or change anyone. I'm not. But if it's some – if it's a double-digit loss and the defense is letting up another 20-plus game, 20-plus point game, I'm not going to say maybe fire Ulbrich yet, but at least you got to make a change and Sal gets involved there. That would be my change. Nothing to change on the offensive side in play call. The floor is the guy. They'll figure it out. Other side, that that's my consequence if it results in that fashion of. I would say if they give up more than twenty five again. Yeah, like I, I I don't see them firing him after four weeks. I just, I just don't. But certainly can see a change in in uh, responsibilities. That's not unreasonable. Yeah, it's crazy how 
like when we want people fired, we are just rooting for them to lose their job. Isn't that <laughs> no comment? Because <laughs> we're all just we're all so sucked into these teams, and that no, no comment. I can't say more than that. <laughs> I have none. I will say it's not like they're going hungry. These guys are making five hundred k at least. So I, I, I don't feel bad at all, really. Yeah, and look, hopefully, over just proves us wrong. Yeah, all the quality game. Just do something different, though. Stop sticking to the game. The staff needs to make changes, and they're struggling. Yeah. That's Figure why. Out. That's why I keep saying that they're gays. As I said, I'm I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm laughing because if, if I get there, I'll get there. Not there yet. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll get there one day. So let, let's. I, I, let's. We both hope they don't. We all yeah. hope. They don't. Yeah, I I know, I know. Uh, let's let's get into score predictions real quick. I'm not as optimistic as you, even though it, it's a must win. I I don't know. Going into Pitts, Zach's first game, I'm. I'm feeling a twenty to thirteen loss here. I honestly don't remember if I predicted a win on the preseason pod. I think I did in this one. I could be wrong. I think so. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna stick with that then with a W. And I think they put up twenty points on the board. The Steelers are gonna score at least two. I'm gonna go with the twenty four seventeen game. All right. Right leg puts another one in. They score three offensive touchdowns. One of them is ran in by Brees Hall on a home run run. Two of them were, maybe this is so strong to say, I have so much faith in Zach. Now two of them were thrown by Zach. One to Corey Davis randomly, and one to Elijah Moore. Garrett Wilson doesn't get speaking, but still has a big game. They issue 24 points, and however they get their 17, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. that's that's what and and I will say it again this time they get a time I'm just gonna speak it until it happens like a timely interception to flip the field. Well, I mean they had a timely fumble last week. They did. They did. So I, I'm doing it. Yeah. And I but I, I want to pick. I want Sauce or DJ to take the ball and just just okay. do it. Them right. to do it. Well, yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed. This episode, uh, you can follow us. I'm still going to work on that. I got to get our Instagram back. It's totally deleted. <laughs> I, I got to get that back. Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter right now at Good Bad Jets Pod. All of our updates will be on there. And you can follow me on Twitter at B Ferris Verified. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. As always, you can check me out on Twitter at SPine824133 and on TikTok at NYJetsSK. A two four. All right, well, bust like they almost did against Cleveland. We'll see if we're recording on Sunday night. That's what I'll say now <laughs> on the record. <laughs> well, let's let's. I'm I'm gonna be at a a dumb karaoke bar, so I don't even know how I'm gonna watch the game. I'll have to watch on my phone. Uh, I'll be dialed in for this one. They better make it a good Sunday, but no yeah. more. Hey, let's see them do it. Can ask well, them to do all we want. Wasn't my choice, but I'll I'll deal with it. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> we we hope you enjoy the rest of your week, and we hope you see a Jets win. All right, well, thanks everyone.